This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Locker Room. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. And it is a scouting report Friday. And before we get into the defense of the San Francisco 49ers, Wolf, uh, you know, I want to talk about... uh, uh, Mason Wait a Rudolph. First of all, yeah. What? What? This is this is Fat Guy Friday. Yeah, Who is this? That that's Scott McKenzie. Is he a hefty and hoofer? He, he was a hefty hoofer. Okay. Then yeah. I yeah. give my blessings. You upon know what? You know well, what? Yeah, hap- hey, listen. It's Fat can, Guy Friday. You know, listen. We celebrate. Can I tell guys you something? Are a can, I t- can I tell you something? Yes. All the hippies of the '60s and '70s, when they quit doing drugs, they all got fat. I bet you Twiggy didn't. Remember her, the model from Great Britain. Yeah, right, right. Well, maybe, but but I'm. T- she was she was technically not a hippie. Really? Yeah, she wasn't hippie. I thought she was a hippie. No, she wasn't hippie. Mama Wait, did Cat. Did you think she was Mama, a hippie? Mama, Mama, Cat, Mama Cass was. Well, now she was a hippie. She and she was large. <laughs> what did what did Natalie say? Uh, somebody, somebody here, here, here is not too, too skinny. skinny. <laughs> That was when Sharon's friends was over, and Natalie, Natalie was like three. Well, first she was reprimanded first for yeah, saying she, something like this. Yeah, well, the kids weren't in our house. You weren't allowed to say fat. You know, you weren't allowed to say fat. So Natalie, Natalie goes, somebody here is not too skinny. And Sharon was appalled. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, it was it was very embarrassing. Oh, yeah. I that, out yeah. of the mouths of babes. Right, right. Oh, is that funny? All right. So, um, anyways, uh, Woof, how do you feel about Mason Rudolph's first start? I'm excited. And, yeah, yeah. I am revved up, ready to go. Look, you you get over the hump of. Get Zooks, this, this season is right. flushed. Uh, we don't have Big Ben. And, uh, you know, we've, we've gotten now past the wish we had Big Ben because you don't have Big Ben. Right. You know it's not going to happen. It was like Randy Feetner was talking about. In the game, you know, you think Ben's coming back. Ben's somehow going to put the cape on and come out of this thing and he's going to get back to it. And then you come to the conclusion and understanding that he is done, and now you got to move forward. So, therefore, you got to take that excitement, uh, that that hope that you had for Ben coming back. You put it all in Mason, right? And you say, "Let's go. Let's see what this guy can do." Well, you know, one one of the things that I, I you know, I am very impressed with Mason. I love his poise. I love the way he gets rid of the ball quick. I love his footwork. I love the way he makes all the right decisions uh, when he throws the ball. He is very knowledgeable about the game. He sees the game uh, very well. He doesn't force the ball into coverage. So I think, uh, you know, I think I'm pretty confident confident in him. I I, I really like what I see, and it's going to be interesting. Um is it going to be uh, James Washington, his go-to guy? Is it going to be Juju Smith or Schuster, his go-to guy? Is it going to be Vance McDonald, his I go-to you were guy? I thought you going to say, was it going to be Juju uh, uh, Smith? 
or Schuster. <laughs> Juju Smith or Schuster. Uh, As well. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? I, who's going to be his go-to guy? Right. That, that's what I'm I'm very well, interested that's, in. That's part of the drama to me. Yeah. Okay, uh, because to me also is going to be that moment of actually getting a look-see how he takes the field, how he handles it, which I think is going to be fine. Right. Because he did it so very well in the second half. Yeah. But, you know, that first drive coming out in a hostile stadium. Right. Um. You know, maybe you're going to have to go silent count. Who knows? Right. Uh, it's going to be a different experience. And I think this guy, the fact that he showed such poise in uh, coming off of that interception that, that got clanged up in the air yeah. and came back to throw that flea flicker just shows me a little bit about his poise. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, it, it, I, you know, I, I just – I have been very impressed with his poise since – the first preseason game, right? Uh, and uh, uh, so, so we're going into uh, San Francisco. Uh, if you're going to San Francisco, you got to put some flowers in your hair, but you don't, I don't have, have hair. any hair. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And I don't have much hair. Mm, yeah, not not yeah. not you, enough to put flowers. You'd in. have to like. I remember my Megan, my oldest daughter, right yeah. when she was little, and she didn't have enough hair. You get those those little clip things, yeah. and you like you like stick them to the scalp, yeah, and yeah, because there's not enough hair yeah. to hold it. So you have to get a bow. I'd have okay. to like tape it to my head. Or yeah, something. it would look ugly. I, I, I'd ugly. like to see a bow on your f- nah, fat nah. head. Um, uh, you could fit a lot of bows on this noggin. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, so um, so one of the things when you you you're you know we're going to start with the San Francisco 49er defense. A, a, a quick some quick stats. They have seven sacks in two games. Right. Uh, they had four sacks last week against Cincinnati. Right. And uh, they had uh, three sacks versus uh, Tampa, Bay. Tampa Bay. And they had six hurries versus Cincinnati. Yes. Uh, and uh, uh, they have uh, 30, 13 quarterback hits in two games. So a they're, they're a pass rush team. Now think uh, about this. They, you got and then they have four picks in two games. Seven sacks by yeah. six different people. Right, yeah. I mean, so you got a lot who – you got a lot uh, – you got many who have few. Yeah, well, you got two corners that have uh, – uh, you have two corners that have sacks. Uh, and then uh, you have well, Quan Williams is the is the nickel, uh, and then uh, uh, Akello Witherspoon has a sack, and then Armstead has two sacks. Uh, Buckner has one sack, and Ronald Blair has a sack. And so he's impressive. Yeah, yeah, Ronald Blair. Now, yeah. I mean, the first guy is Armstead and. Joey Bosa and uh, I, I'm not impressed with Bosa. I just I I like his quick twitch. He's he's a rookie. Yeah, you know, he ain't got much to back up the the fire up the up the field. Yeah. Um. But I, uh, that Ronald Blair the third. Yeah. He's well, impressive. Well, anyway, so they the they Don't run. screw up my scouting report because on account of what you know, I had to write an article. So right you know, for Steelers.com and that thing, and I had to include uh, Bosa in it because uh, we played against Bosa. Yeah, but his dad. The dad. Yeah. I mean. D Bosa. I, I I'm not impressed with Nick Bosa. I think he's going to be good at some point. I, but he, he ain't do, showing much. Would, would you be af- Would you be afraid of him? No. Well, how many no. guys were you afraid of? No. I mean, I mean no. I mean, intimidate. Not, well, not intimidate. I'll give you Bruce. But Smith, but I mean. you know. But I mean, were you? If you were watching film, if you as you were going to play him, would you be like worried? No, I think Eric Armstead. Is more of a worry. He, yeah, play, he plays inside I, yeah, and outside. Yeah, Eric Armstead is. But you know, one of the things uh, they they have good pass rushers, the defensive line. Yes. but they're not good against the run. No, 
Uh, they they run that stack four three right. uh, shade, and they run the wide nine. And I think you can run on these guys. I know you can uh, run on I think on you can run on these guys. Uh, you know, they uh, bounce. Do you see the double teams? Yeah. You can bounce these well, guys out of there. You look, can wash them once you get the them board, sideways. Across the board. D Ford's 250. Right. Sheldon Day is 285. Right. Uh, De- DeForest Buckner is 295. Right. And Eric Armstead is 290. Now right. you go to the backups. Solomon Thomas who plays behind Eric Armstead, is 280. Yep. Uh, Nikki Boza is 266. Now, Julian Taylor and DJ Jones, they're two defensive tackles. They're both 305. Uh, but, you know, you know they're not, uh, you know. They roll those yeah. guys all through there. I couldn't believe that I counted seven different numbers. Right, yeah. I mean, in, in, again, in the Cincinnati game. Yeah. Um, well, they've got uh, 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 nine. Nine. That's a lot. Yeah, they, they, you got nine nine guys. Well, you know what they like to rotate them, well, and they, sure they each do. they each have uh you know a unique uh, thing. But um, the linebackers, the linebackers are really deep, and they're they're fast flow guys, and uh, uh, you can bro- I think you can run block them, uh, and I think the defensive line could be blown off the ball. Uh, you know another thing they run a lot of twists on third down. Uh, and uh, uh, they they line up wide on yeah. third down, so they're susceptible to draws. Okay, so D Ford, uh, D Ford, yeah. I see. Uh, let me let me look. They, here. they traded they traded yeah. him from. Well, he's Kansas a thirteen City. sacker from last year. Yeah. I got high motor, and he's he will attack inside shoulder. You know, with the lockout and so forth, but. He buries himself a lot of times in the chest of a offensive tackle. He doesn't look as good to me. He doesn't look as, as fast. last year. Yeah, uh, I mean he's a hand fighter. He's got yeah. a he's he's a hand fighter. He, he's on, he's not even that great at hand fighting. I no, don't think. but but that's what he attempts yeah. to do. Right. Uh, he's trying to knock the hands down, pick the hands up, sweep the hands. Right. Uh, and uh, I you know it, it's he's not as good as he was for Cincinnati. All right, Sheldon Day, uh, 6'1", 285. What's his number? Uh, he's 96. 96. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's a— uh, He got he, the long hair. Yeah, he, he's a squatty guy. Right. And he's a, a bull rush guy. He plays with good leverage because he's 6'1". Yeah. And uh, but He's 6'1". Yeah, he's 6'1". <laughs> That's why he plays with uh, good leverage. You got to have good leverage if you're six one. Right? Yeah, because no question. You were six one, and you had good leverage. <laughs> yes. what, what? How tall I'm are you? Six one and a half. Six one and a half. Yeah. Yeah. What a skyscraper. <laughs> well, what do you? What were you? You were never six three. You said the thing said six. I was you were six not three. Six, you were not six three. I I was six three with a bouffant hairdo. I was, was. A, I was six three until I retired. <laughs> And then I shrunk. <laughs> All right, DeForest Buckner. He's the best, I think, up front. Yeah, yeah you know what? Um, he's got a nice club to the inside. Oh, he does. And he's got a big swim move. And he's 6'7", 295. He's got long arms. You know he had 12 sacks last yes. year? Yeah. Uh, Did you see his forklift move? Yeah. Shades of jump together. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was surprised. I thought they could have gone, it was passe. You know, I mean that the forklift was no longer that right. that used. Yeah, you know, you know, I think it's coming back. 
the forklift. And the forklift move is when the defensive lineman tries to grab your arms and lift. Uh, and Jumpy Gethers, uh, who played for the New Orleans Saints in our day, was the best at it. They will grab underneath your elbows and lift your elbows and get you riding backwards. Right, That's right. A, it's a scary moment because if if you cannot circle your arms and come back to center. Or so throw them speak, down, as Sarge yeah, taught us, throw them exactly, down. Exactly. Well, if they get the wrist, you yeah, go against the yeah. thumb. But if they get underneath your elbow, because if you watch one time with um, Buckner, yeah. he, he, you know, he was trapping, hitting, and then he lifted underneath the elbow and raised the guy's elbow, and that that could really that could topple you. Right, right. That was interesting. All right, Eric Armstead. What do you think of him? Man, I got the uh, let's see, what's his number? He's ninety one. Because I, I just wrote numbers and I forgot. Oh, just so much a mirror of uh, of Buckner. Right. Uh, explosive. He uses his hands a lot. Again. Reminds me of Sean Jones in my mind because even though they're tall, they're six seven. Right. Somehow they get a low power posture on you if you're not careful. They just play well from under and up. You know, Eric Armstead has got a good bull rush. He does. He's got. He has a great lockout. But he he sometimes plays physical and sometimes, sometimes he doesn't. No. Yeah, right. That's, I mean, sometimes that's a good call. Uh, you know, he doesn't play all the time. He reminds me of Tim Harris uh, of the Green Bay right. Packers. Right. You know, good club swim. Uh, you know, these guys are are good pass rushers. DeForest Buckner plays every play. Yeah. Uh, Eric Armstead does not play every play. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. And so you know, the backup guys uh uh, Solomon Thomas, he's he's a, a first round bat, draft pick uh, three years ago from Stanford. He's a big effort guy. He's yes doesn't scare you, they're, but he's a big to effort me. They're guy. all big effort right. minus some lapses yeah. in a couple of them. Yeah, um, and then uh, Ronald Blair ninety eight. Uh, he's a bull rusher. He's got a sack. He's he. You know what he's. You know what move I liked about him, uh, Wolf. Who's that? He's got a, a, a number ninety eight. Yeah, Ronald Blair. Yes. All right. He's got a good push pull. You know, he pushes you and then pulls you and then gets you on your face. He also from the backside. You see him swim twice. Yeah. He swims a guy. Yeah. I mean, really a nice, well timed beats a guy. Uh, clean on yeah. the swim, nice push pull. Very light. I like him a lot. Yeah. I think he's a. I think he's a good player. How many years is he? He he's a fourth year guy. Fourth year guy. Okay, yeah. so he's getting uh, at that point in time where he's got the game brains. Yeah, uh, and uh, and then uh, uh, DJ Jones. Uh, he, he's a, another squat monster, and he's ninety three. He's from Ole Miss. Oh yeah, he is a bull rusher. Bull. I got I got Stumpy Hamlock powered bowling ball. <laughs> That's good. That's I mean, very... yeah, but he's strong. He plays with leverage, but he is du- double teamable. Yeah, um, and then Nick Bosa, I, I've got not really impressed. But then I found out he had an ankle issue. Maybe that's yeah. why. Yeah, he had a high he's ankle still, sprain early in camp. He still, when I slowed down the thing, he was the first get off most of the time. Right. You know, when he was up there, he quick twitch, but he couldn't. Like one time, he came around the back door. Got after the quarterback one time, but that sometimes the the, the Cincinnati tackles are yeah they're terrible they're, they're just yeah they're, they're very lazy they're they're they're. they're Would you think? Did you see DeForest Buckner get crunched on a on a trap, on a trap. Yeah, yeah. And you see the next time they yeah. ran it, he he 
crunched Close the, tra- it, yeah. the trapper. He, he wasn't waiting. It. He wasn't waiting. <laughs> he for went it. after the trapper. So, out of their defensive line, out of the nine guys yes. that have been rotating in, did you know that four of them are first round draft picks? You don't say. Four of them are first round draft picks. Um, Buckner, Armstead, uh, Nick Bosa, and um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? I don't know. Oh, uh, Solomon Thomas. Okay. Yeah. Four hmm. of them. Four of them. All right. We're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to continue the scouting uh, report. You know what we... was wild, though? What? It was with, with um, the Buckner and Armstead. They were both from University of Oregon. Right. They went one year apart. Right. 015 and 016. Right. As first round draft picks. I mean, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. One was a 1A. Yeah. You know, like one so. one was of Buckner was the first first round. Right. And Armstead was the first first round. Right. He wasn't a 1A though, because there wasn't a second. No. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. I got confused. Yeah. Well, when I one aid myself, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about their linebackers who are very, very athletic, very fast, and they line up really deep. All right. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room. <laughs> this is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. Man, I, I love the oldies, especially California songs. This guy hefty? I, I, I don't know. He was not hefty when this he recorded is, this. This is Fat Guy Friday. Yeah, okay, well, you I mean, know what? Simply, so, so you're included. That's right. That's why I celebrate it. Yeah. Uh, no. Absolutely. Uh, all right. We're back in the locker room, and we're doing the scouting report. Um, so, what, what do you think uh, of the linebackers? I liked them. Yeah. You know, I thought uh, Warner was uh, very impressive, and Quan Alexander was another guy that I thought uh, – you know he's got that big play potential. Where's he from? We've seen him before. Uh, he he's... was he was with Tampa Bay last That's year. That's right. And, That's right. And he got kicked out of the first game against Tampa Bay because I think he, you know, uh, uh, was uh, you know they played Tampa week one. Right. And he got kicked out of that game for what? Extracurricular activity. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I think right. he took a shot at the guy. Okay. Um, you yeah, know that that can happen out right. there. They're they're both fast flow guys. Fred Warner. Uh, is a really good tackler, and you know Warner is very disciplined. Uh, you know he 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 plays his gap. Uh, he stays at home, and it reminds you of James Ferrier. Uh, you know uh, he he's great. He's a he's a very good tackler, and he tackles the catch uh, very well. You know you know they play a lot of zone coverage, right? And, and they they rally to the ball. I was impressed with Warner watching him. Uh, he he didn't go with fakes a lot. I mean, he didn't like go back and right. forth and stuff like that. He just sits and patient. watches. He's yeah. very patient. Yeah. He's got good vision. He anticipates, uh, but without panicking. You right. know what I mean? It's not like he – you see guys that are like, 
You, I call it um, RPMs. You got too many RPMs, and he, that's Quan like, Alexander. Okay. Yeah. Right, but not Warner. Right. Warner right. Too, was a guy. That just to me, he was. He's got that veteran sort of seasoned right. patience where yeah. he doesn't panic in yeah. the hole. Well, Quan Alexander, he plays a lot out of control. He's very aggressive. He reminds me of Ray Mamaluga. Remember Ray right. from Cincinnati? Ray would be totally he, would, out of he would overplay. He he would play the right outside linebacker and pursue overly to the left side, almost to the left sideline. You know, he 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 wouldn't play his gap. No, uh, he I, could I, overshoot by half a yeah, half a dozen gaps. Yeah, he <laughs> you know, Quan Alexander overruns a lot of players. Now he does have good instincts and he is fast and he has great range. But he does overplay. Uh, I I think he overplays. I think you. I think that's a good assessment. Yeah. Um, and uh, Dre Greenlaw. He didn't know. I didn't notice him. <laughs> I didn't notice him. I I literally feel the same way. Yeah. I, 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 he was just there at times. Uh huh. Um. The other two guys, Quan Alexander's capable of making some big plays. Right. He can have a big bang. Yeah. But he can also be a big bust. Right. Uh, Warner is. Like they're all the time, right? He just he plays the game. Yeah, and I, I think he's leading them in tackles. Uh, is Fred he? Warner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I he is leading them in in, in tackles. And then uh, Aziz Alshur uh, is a rookie from Florida Atlantic. He's a free agent. He, he's one of the backups. You know right. they're only dressing five linebackers, hmm. but uh, against Cincinnati. Dre Greenlaw, Dre Greenlaw, uh, Greenlaw didn't get on the field much because Cincinnati was in three wides most right. of the time. Uh, and uh, Mark Bezicha, who did they bring in for the Kings? Uh, for the you wide, know, they wide. brought Kwan Williams. Kwan Williams, okay. Yeah, he's the he's the slot he's the slot uh, DB. He's the nickelback, and he's you know one of the things he, he he's. He's a solid nickelback. He's very quick. He's fast. He's athletic. He's small. You know, he's only 5'9". Um, but he, he's kind of reminds you of Mike Mike Hilton or Cam Sutton. You yeah. know, more, more Cam Sutton than Mike Hilton. And, uh, you know, he he's very agile. And he's got a sack coming off the slot. So, you know, and then uh, Richard Sherman is a left corner. And we remember him as part of the Legion of Boom right? Uh, when he Correct. played with Seattle. Uh, you know, he plays exclusively on the left side. And he's got a good jam. Uh, you know, he's good, good with his hands. But if you watch him, Wolf, he's a little bit grabby. Yeah. He's a little bit grabby. Now that you mention it, I can remember some jersey being pulled. Yeah. It didn't stand out because – Honestly, I, I see the defensive secondary, and I go back to watching the front front end guys. You know, what I mean, I, I try to look at them and stuff like that. You but can't it, watch the secondary. It just, you know, I mean, when you're on uh, down on the field, it's the it's the guys in the trenches, and that's what you, you right. You well, know, that's you that's should. It. That's what you and should. You got to concentrate on that. But with Richard Sherman, I do remember when uh, he, I forgot who he was covering, and you see a little jersey pulled. Um, so he is a man of the cloth. <laughs> yeah, he is a man of the cloth. He he's a very very grabby. Uh, the other Akello Witherspoon is he's good. He's he's a, a big corner. He's six three one ninety five. He's fast. He's got good ball skills. 
Uh, and um, I, 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 he, he's he's a 4-4 guy. I looked it up on the uh, – He looked um, pretty good. Yeah, he, he, he's good. In the little, uh, you know. Yeah. Thing. Big, long, fast. That's why you want your corners. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he reminds me of Brian Allen. If we get Brian on the field. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so Richard Sherman's that side. You know, their their corners are big. They're both six three. Uh, and uh, and then uh, Kawan Williams is is the smaller, the diminutive one at the uh, diminutive. Yeah, one. right. And then uh, Tervarius uh, uh, is the free safety. Uh, more, he's six two, two hundred pounds. You know, I want to see you pronounce his next name. Yeah, Jaquaski. Just Jaquaski. <laughs> you can call him Ski. Jaquaski <laughs> Tart. Uh, that's the strong safety. Now, just Jaquaski. Is a tough guy. He's a box guy. He's good versus versus the run, and he's got good hands. You know, if the ball comes to him, um, <laughs> if it's handed to him. Uh, uh, yeah. So, if it's Tar- laying on the ground, Tarverius, Tarverius Moore. Uh huh. He is a corner moved to safety, and like a lot of corners that move to safety, they don't play good angles. And uh, he he doesn't. He, he's fast. He's physical. He can tackle. Uh, but he doesn't play angles well. Now you watch him. You know, as he's come, as he comes up, sometimes he misses. Uh, you know, because, maybe his geometry is missing. Well, you know what? That, that that that's true. That's true because that's the way. Uh, you know, if you're a corner that moves to safety, you kind of have uh, issues, <laughs> right? I mean, you, you, right. you try to. You, 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 I you, know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it's uh, a four one two nine one nine. That was that? one of the first things you notice about Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, watching him yesterday, he plays good angles. Oh, he plays good angles. He I mean, is just watching such... him from on the south side. There, he just naturally gravitates to that best angle of intercept, depending run pass, what have you. And he has great closing speed. I mean, he wows you with yeah. his closing speed. He seems it seems pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I see, talk to him a little bit. And, yeah, you know, I mean, he just seems like a, a good guy. Yeah. All right, let's go to. And the he fall. is excited about yeah. being here. Yeah, four one two nine one nine one three one six. Let's go to Cr in Chicago. Cr, welcome to the locker room. Hey, what's going on, guys? Cr, still in Chicago. How the heck you two old folks doing this morning? Doing fabulous. Because tomorrow we got to get on a jet plane leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> Five on a hours. Jet plane. Yeah. I hate these t- this trip here. Right, I do too. Well, you know, hey, um, I um, uh, just wanted to go back and just congratulate you guys on the, uh, you know, going back to, um, you know, to to the to the funeral and all you guys meeting up. I heard you, um, you know, talk about everybody who was there, and even Joe Green came in from uh, from Temple, Temple, Texas, uh, which is right outside of Fort Hood, Texas. That's his home, I think. Really. Um, yeah, yeah, because when I was down there, he was. Uh, that's when I met the Steelers, and uh, well, that's when I became okay. a Steelers fan in '73. And, and Fort Hood, Texas, is about I don't know about ten, twelve miles from from Temple. I guess it's that. Okay. But uh, anyway, I'm, I'm glad everything worked out all right, and I'm glad you guys got together and uh, paid your respects. And I, I appreciate you guys for doing stuff like that. Man. Oh, it it was uh, it was a joy to be there. Randy Grossman was there. Moon Mullins yeah. was there. John Kolb was there. Uh, Franco, JT, Mel, and Joe, and Mean Wolf. You know, you know, you you mentioned all those names, and I'm just thinking about people like Sarcastic Sword and myself, and maybe one or two more know who those people are. 
But a whole bunch of other people trying to figure out, well, who is that? <laughs> well, Joe Gordon was there also. Yeah, Joe and Gordon. Art, the, yeah, Art Rooney and Art Rooney the second, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, um, hey, man, I saw something on the um, – on a on a uh, uh, on a internet yesterday about about Mason and uh, his college stuff and it, it was a pretty good daggone promotional uh, video of him and all the stuff that he accomplished when he was in uh, when he was in college. So um, I got a pretty good feeling ab- about this kid. I like his poise. Uh, I see how he um, advanced himself from um, you know second string to first string, and um, you know he actually beat out one thing. So he, he's doing pretty good. What are your comments on on how you feel about him um, not being uh, too small for the stage tomorrow? Well, you know, first of all, he's six five. First, first of all, he's six five, two thirty five. Uh, you know, one of the things that uh, his work ethic you you know when you talk to his teammates, they talk about his work ethic. They talk about how he prepares. They talk about how ready he is. They talk about uh, even as a backup, you know, he prepares uh, like a starter. And so, you you know, he is poised. And um, I don't think I've seen him make a bad throw uh, in preseason or or yesterday uh, in the game. So I'm I'm in. You know, I'm not worried about this. Uh, I'm uh, I'm kind of excited to see how he plays as a starter because that's a different story than coming off the bench. The other thing about it is he shows good resilience because when you throw that ball to Dante, Dante knocks it up in the air, gets picked. Some guys might start to unravel a little bit coming out in the Mm -hmm. first real NFL action. They came right back with a flea flicker the next series and he oh, nice went out there, and it was it was a nice job. So I think he's got a lot of poise. I think he's uh, got a lot of uh, that chutzpah you need to be able to run the offense that such as it it will need to be done on Sunday. Yeah, and and when you watch him, whether in the game or practice, he always makes the right read. He he does. He just yep. makes the right read. And I, I've heard uh, some of the guys, uh, offensive linemen, Ponce, and a couple other guys saying that. Uh, you know he's a kid, but you know compared to them, but he's uh, he's taking charge. He's not you know he's not sitting back there all wide eyed and everything. He's like, okay guys, this is what we're gonna do. This is how we're gonna do it. Yeah, well you know Jalen Samuels said one of the things he likes best about uh, about him is that he's so fired up, and so you know what uh, this as Chuck Noll used to say, this game isn't for the faint of heart, and. Uh, <laughs> And Mason Rudolph is not faint of heart. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna. Uh, he's gonna rock on, man. Gonna, yeah. I think he's gonna come out and do a great job this weekend. Yep. So, well, here's my game plan. I got it broken down in, in, in the three phases. Uh, the Steelers must on offense uh, run the ball, uh, protect the passing pocket, and convert on third down. Defensively, they need to stop the run, disrupt the pass. Um, dis- disrupt. Uh, the passing pocket for the for the for the other team and create uh, defensive turnovers. And on special teams, they need to uh, pin the forty nine ers deep in the, on the left side of the field, convert turnovers on kickoff returns and punts, and convert on all field goals, two point attempts, and, and point after attempts. Uh, this equation will enable uh, MR QB. I call him Mr. QB. That stands for Mason R- Rudolph QB. Uh, he'll be successful as a rookie starting 
his first regular season game of his NFL career. What's your comment? Well, we're going to get to the uh, uh, running game. They run the ball very well. Uh, it's going to be a tough task for us to stop the run. They rushed for 259 yards last week versus Cincinnati. They run the outside zone. They run the lead. They run a lot of misdirection. They run the jet sweep. And they always get on the perimeter. It's gonna there's gonna be a premium. And they're doing it with free agent backs. Yeah, they're doing it and and uh, uh they're uh uh they're um uh one of the, one of the things is uh their their backs, Mac Matt uh, Brita and uh, Raheem Mostert, uh, they're both 4-3 guys, and they get to the edge. So there's going to be premium on Bud and T.J. Watt to set the edge. And uh, uh, they they run a lot of uh, misdirection, but we're going to talk about that uh, in the second hour. So thanks for the call, CR. In the meantime and in between time, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. All right. It's 412-919-1316. We're going to go to break, uh, and then we'll be right back. He's Wolf. I'm Touch. You're in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. Well, we got the Beach Boys. And it's California Girls. Yeah, Dennis Wilson's pretty chunky now. It's Mike Love that sings Lee. He kind of chunky, though. Dennis Wilson was a guy that did it. He wrote the music. He did all that stuff. Dennis Wilson, no, that was uh, that was not Dennis Wilson. Dennis Wilson was the drummer. Then who, it's, which one was it? Uh, it was the, one of the Wilson brothers. I want to, uh, I forget the f- his okay. first name, but it wasn't Dennis because Dennis right. was the drummer. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, welcome back to the locker room. Uh, it is a... Uh, a scouting report Friday, but uh, we've got a lot of uh, callers lined up. Let's go to it's. By the way, it's four one two nine one nine one three one six. Let's go to Nathaniel in Los Angeles. Nathaniel, welcome to the locker room. Good morning, guys. How you doing, Nathaniel? I'm doing just. I got a little head cold, but you know, hey, I'm pushing on. Shake it but, off, uh, brother. We got no time to get sick now. Oh no! I, it, this is like in my uh, third day, so I'm I'm just about over it. All so right. So uh, I just uh, just wanted to comment a little bit, you know, on this week's events. You know, I think the, uh, you know, I'm I'm like the the, the glass half full man. We got to push on. You know, we yep. made we made a good deal. You know, for for Minka Fitzpatrick. I mean, you know, Mason. You know, he's the guy now. You know, so. I think we're, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do well. You know, I'm not uh, I'm not hanging my head at all on this season. I think that we're gonna I think we're gonna actually win more, at least ten games. That's that's what I'm I'm saying right now. Beautiful. Now, Nathaniel, as you look at this game coming up, what are you excited about to observe first? 
Well, you know, I, I think the I want to I really want to see the secondary, you know, play. I know they're a strong running team, you know, but you know they're going to try to you know do that to set up play action. So you know, I, I really want to see how we're going to respond, you know, in that area, especially with uh, you know Minka being here. I mean, it's not like he's uh, a rookie, you know. I mean, he knows football. He's a smart guy, so that should help us in you know in the middle. So that's that's kind of what I'm excited about right now. The rest, I think the the rest of the other things will take care of themselves, you know. Our offensive line has got to, you know, they got to get behind, you know, rally behind, and they, they really got to do their job, you know, in, in getting our running game going so that our play action can work out. Because I like, I really would like to see Mason more under center as opposed to in the shotgun. So. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it's interesting that you point that out, Nathaniel, because uh, you, I, when you're up, uh, when you're in a two-point stance, and usually everybody's in a two-point stance when they're going uh, shotgun, you don't come off the ball hard. Uh, you're more of a position guy. So I would like to see them all in three-point stance coming off the ball. And, you know, because of uh, – I, I don't know if you you were listening uh, to our scouting report. Their defensive line, they're not stout. They are tall. They're good pass rushers, but you can run the ball on these guys, and you gotta, uh, and you've got to make sure uh, you you double the down guy and take him off the ball and put him in the lap of the linebacker. And I think uh, you're right, Nathaniel. That's that that that'll that's gonna be what uh, works for us. And then because of uh, I, I'm I, I love the way uh, Mason Rudolph. Uh, runs the play action pass. He does a great job of carrying out the fakes. He puts his back to the back to the defense, which shows that he's fearless, and he carries out his fakes. And then, if you run the ball effectively, the linebackers are going to and the safeties are going to be jumping up on the uh, on the play fake. Right, I agree. And you know, even if they're just getting small uh, yards at a time just lining up at center and play faking the ball, you know, the linebackers still have to respect that, you know, it, whether they think it's going to work or not or pass or whatever, they still have to respect that aspect of the, of the play. Yeah. But you got to run the ball first. You got to run it effectively. They're not going to bite yeah. on it. Yeah. They're not going to bite on it. If it, if they're not running the ball effectively. Okay. Well, anyway, good luck, you know, to all the Steelers nation out there, you know, I think we're going to be just fine. And, you know, let's, let's see. I've been a Steeler ever since I remember when they built Three River Stadium. So I remember all, really? all you guys came along. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm a, I was born and raised in Pittsburgh. I live in Los Angeles. I came to L.A. in 78, but I was born and raised in, in, in Pittsburgh. So I, I remember the you know, beginning to, when Three Rivers went up, you know, Chuck right. was hired, Bo Green was, was picked, you know, so I've been there, you know. Through, Beautiful. Through all of it. So, and, I, and oh, and I do want to say, um, you know, I want to uh, pass on my condolences, you know, to your friend. You know, Thank Sam you, Davis. yes, for the Davis I, family. I, I, I dated a girl uh, back in the day when in Sam's playing days, and she babysit, babysat his kids. Uh-huh. And, was like his dedicated babysitter, you know. I remember I used to lose time because he said, "Well, I gotta go baby." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Thank you so much, brother. 
Thanks, yeah, Nathaniel. Up, Nathaniel. Yeah, appreciate the call. All right. Um, it's 412-919-1316. Uh, let's go to uh, Juan in Charleston. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning, my brothers. Good morning, brother Juan. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm ready for this game. You got your snackages ready? Huh? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Got everything. I'm ready. I just want to say that everyone just need to take a chill pull. I think we're going to pull it out. I think we're going to get this game. I got a quick question, though. Do you guys think we'll see more Benny Snell football since he had that big, like, 25-yard game, game on last week? Well, you know, I don't. I don't know. It depends how uh, how James feels, right? Uh, and um, yeah, maybe you know we'll we'll probably see Benny Smell, uh, Benny Snell, a couple of reps. Uh, you know, I don't know how much. Uh, it depends on how James feels. But I did like his work on the special teams. He whiffed one time, got right up on the kickoff return, I believe it was or punt right, return, kickoff return. Yeah, okay, and he, he came back. First. Yeah, he whiffed, and you know, hey, he didn't whiff three times to- or twice like you did. Yeah, so he I know. Finally got him on the third right. time. Yeah. Carl Roach's yeah, that was, first that was the Houston Oilers. I missed him twice and tackled him on the third Juan, time. How do you miss a guy twice and then get back and get into the action, be able to nail him well, on the third the guy, time? Because the guy's uh, zigging and zagging. <laughs> hey, Wolf, I got something for you. What's that? You listening? I'm listening. Hey, it's for your guy, um, Duck Dynasty, and um, Mason Rudolph is combined together. Okay. For Steeler Nation, it's, it's duck season and it's Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer season. There you go. I like it. <laughs> All right, Juan. Thank you, brother. Thanks, bro. Thank you, my brothers. All, All right. right. Have, have a, a great day. All right, uh, it, it's four one two nine one nine one three one six. But um, you know, I hate it. I'd get a red nose in in high school. Did you ever get that big zit on the end of your nose? Oh my gosh! I yeah, the the, the, the herders. Oh yeah, that the, was terrible. Yeah, yeah. And then people call you Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, like because Juan, like Juan just brought that. That was a painful memory, right? Both, yeah. you know, because. You know, when you're in high school, you feel really self-conscious about stuff. And plus, if you pop that bad boy, man, that thing hurt. So, um, you know, uh, when you look at the – when you look at um, – yeah, I mean – I just tickled myself. Yeah, I know. You you always tickle yourself. You, you go off on a tangent, and you're just very pleased with yourself. <laughs> so, um, when you look at their offense, you see a lot of mis- – directions uh misdirection you you see a lot of boots you see a lot of um jet sweeps uh you see a lot of uh uh counter counter leads one of the things that uh, you you see is the the fullback and the tailback going left and then bending it back to the right side they do that to get the linebackers to flow to that side and then they cut it back and it worked very well against Cincinnati. It did. And uh, uh and so uh, you know one of the things they want to do too is get to the perimeter, get to the edge and their running backs both uh Brita and Mostert uh are both 4-3 guys and uh they did a great job of getting to the edge on the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Dunlop or the other defensive end did not do a good job of setting the edge. And they run a lot of outside zone. They run a lot of boots. They run, the uh, as, as I just pointed out, the counter lead, and they run a lot of fullback leads. And then uh, they run a lot of uh, boots with the tight end going underneath. And, you know, George Kittle uh, is 
is is uh, a terrific tight end. You right. know what? I was impressed with him. Yeah, right. I mean, people talk about his ability to catch the ball. It's true. People talk about his ability to run after the catch. It's true. He breaks a lot of tackles. And people talk about his blocking ability. It's true. I mean, the guy can block. Yeah, he, he does a great job on the H-back whams, and he does a great job on the H-back logs. So he'll he'll yeah, yeah he'll kick the yeah. guy out or, or he'll hook him, and then these guys get to the outside. I mean, that's uh, – that's what they're good yeah, at. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more of the scouting report on the offense. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you're in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. So we're back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room. And uh, just going over the uh, scouting report for the offense, um, you know, they use regular people number uh, as their number one personnel groupings. But last week they ran a little more three wide uh uh, they're they're pretty balanced uh, from a, a run pass standpoint. They run more than they pass. Uh, they they did a lot of three wise versus Cincinnati. They a lot of sc- they they love the screens, but most most West Coast coaches love the screams. I mean uh, screens. I I remember when screams. I screams. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Mike Holmgren. Uh, he w- he would watch. Uh, Denny Green from Minnesota. Right. He he he. We'd see Denny Green's screens, and then we'd start running them. Bill Wash was a big screen guy. Mooch, Grudes, Mike Shanahan, which is this is Mike Shanahan's offense. Kyle Shanahan, his son, uh, is running it. Um, you know, when Mike Shanahan was the offensive coordinator at uh, the San Francisco 49ers, they ran the West Coast offense. He did not like the West Coast running game so when he was hired as the denver uh broncos head coach he brought in alex gibbs who's one of the outside zone inside zone right. uh one of the leading z- proponents of that yeah, time right yeah right gurus he and howard mudd uh <laughs> howard, mudd. howard mudd was the offensive line coach of kansas city then the offensive line coach uh, for the Indianapolis Colts, uh, and uh, Webby played for him, and Webby hated the outside zone. Yeah, he he said it took too long to get into your guy. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, and uh, so, anyways, uh, they run a lot of misdirection, and um, uh, they'll they run that out zone outside zone very they, well. Well, yeah, they do. Uh, they you know it's because it's uh, you know Kyle Shanahan loves it, and they run boots off of it. Um, their offensive line uh, is very athletic. Uh, that's why they they can run the outside. Joe long. Staley's down now, right? Yeah, he has a broken. I count he broke the fibula. Tibi, tibia. Tibia. Yeah. Okay. The thigh. Um, so uh, he caught it in the thigh. Yeah, that's oh. that's the tibia. Yeah, Zooks. Fibula is down there. I thought the, in the lower leg. Like, okay, I, I thought. Oh, yeah, tibia. Oh, that yeah, would that yeah. would be so painful. Yeah, it, it, the the tibia is a very painful break. It's gotta be. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, Justin School, he's a rookie from Vander, Vanderbilt. Is going to be playing left tackle. Now he's played right tackle, left tackle in camp. Uh, he's he's 
pretty raw. He's a very versatile guy, 6'6", 315. But he's, you know, Bud, I, uh, Bud Dupree should have a big game. He should. Yeah, he should. He really should. He should eat should. this guy up. Yeah. Uh, and then the left guard is uh, Lake and Tomlinson. Uh, not very athletic. He's very squatty, 6'3", 315. Uh, not good in space. He's a, more of a mauler. And yeah, and he's lazy. Yeah, I mean I, the one sack I watched him top heavy. Yeah, I mean he he's he, he falls times... forward a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, he, if he gets into you, he can put you on the on the, in the dirt. Right. Okay. But the one thing, like it's like he's got a clock in his head, and it, like at two and a half seconds, okay, stop. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, it was, I I couldn't believe two it. steps. Yeah. Turn back, see sure. if the running back went through the hole. Uh, what is up with some of these guys that seem to be on a, on a time clock, literally? Right. right. Three seconds go by, and then they stop. Yeah. And they look around. We oh, would get yelled you at. Mean, yeah. I was watching the one when they, they ran um, some sort of uh, you know rollout, and he had his guy going one way, and it took about three, four steps. Then he let the guy go. Yeah. He was blocking the guy perfectly. The guy came back, got a sack. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there going – you got to be kidding me. Chuck would have just screamed bloody murder right. at us if we stopped and let a guy go and sack the quarterback because, oh, well, it's three. You know, the ball should be off by now. Right, right. Uh, anyways, the center, the center is Weston Richburg, uh, and he um, he had offseason knee surgery and uh, I think quadricep surgery. He's got a good anchor. He's pretty good. Uh, but he had he didn't have any preseason, right? Yeah, and uh, Mike Person, uh, the right guard. I I I don't think he's very good. He's a person. He's not strong, not, and he doesn't look sure of himself. Does he? he no, he. Um, I, in my impression was that um, he's just a guy, right? Uh, you know, and sometimes he he doesn't look like um, he's totally aware of what's going on, right? Um, there's some other people out there that could say the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, I think um, I look at him and just between McGlinchey, McGlinchey, yeah. uh, not bad. He, he he's 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 not bad with his hands, and yeah. he's athletic. Yeah. You know he he's a Harry Eastan guy. You know Ron Stanley uh, from okay. Notre Dame, Harry right, Eastan. Right. You know, uh, not real strong, but very athletic. Uh, doesn't look very tough, you know. Looks, he fell down a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. He, he doesn't fall forward yeah. as far as just falling down. Yeah, he falls down a lot. Um, it, 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 it maybe it's not that he falls down; he gets knocked down. <laughs> okay, maybe he's a soft something. run blocker. Okay, yeah. But he does. But but he's athletic enough to get you to hook you. In the well, outside zone, true. yeah. Well, you know, but that's because he's soft, and the guys charge off. They come into him. He gives ground, and then he works his way right, around. Right, him right, Like he's square dancing. Yeah, with but him. the but the running backs. <laughs> I know. Find a well, find they're four the three. Yeah, yeah. All I right. can't believe they put. I'm sorry. Just real quick, I can't yeah, believe go, put go all ahead. the money into their their running back. Was it McKinnon or whatever? Yeah. They sank a ton of uh, like 18 mil. Yeah. Guaranteed into him, and he's. And he's, 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 he's down yeah he blew out his knee or something and uh then they got uh uh, tevin coleman uh but they're but they're all fast tevin's a 4-4 uh most most a 4-3 brita is a 4-3 
They're fast. They're fast. They're absolutely. Very fast. But they're they're undra- they're undrafted free agents. I know, but they're good. I so know. was the guy at Denver, and he tortured us. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I run, just found it a little, little wild. That's that, why. That's why you don't draft a running back in the first round. Yeah, because there's there's uh, diamonds in a rough out there, and and these two guys are diamonds in a rough. All right, let's go to the phones. It's four one two nine one nine one three one six. Let's go to Des in Arlington. Uh, what's up, Des? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Good, buddy. Fantabulous. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. I just uh, wonder, do y'all think Samuel's going to get more carries uh, this week? Say, say again. Who was it? Uh, James said he was thinking going to get more carries this week. Yeah, I think James will get a, a lot of carries this week. I, I, you if know, because, he is good. Yeah. If and, he's and, fine. And uh, uh, the the one thing that you gotta you gotta come off the ball and uh, and secure the down guys and they're they're blo- they're very blockable on the you run. You can bounce these guys out of there, literally bounce them. And if the Steelers do that, they're gonna uh, James is gonna have a big day. Yeah. Alrighty, I appreciate it, fellas. I just want to say if we want to win, put Rudolph in. <laughs> right, right. All right. We're 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 gonna go with the Rudolph the Red Nosed Ranger. Reindeer. <laughs> Ranger. <laughs> yeah, Rudolph the Red Nosed Ranger. That's Texas. They got Texas Rangers. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> All right, fellas. Thanks, thanks, brother. Thanks, Des. All right. Uh it's four one two nine one nine one three one six. Let's go to J D uh in San Jose. J D, welcome to the locker room. Thank you, fellas. How are you doing this morning? Good, thank you. Fantabulous. This is the same JD that called last year with Mike Mitchell. I, I met you guys at the 2017 Fantasy Camp. Had a fabulous time. You guys are the greatest. Oh, thank well, you. You're very you're kind. Very kind. That's, that's thank humbling. you for the Appreciate encouragement. It. So my first uh, my first comment, and then I got a request after that. If you could hold on for that, uh, real quick, you guys do the breakdown of you know offense defense, and sometimes you guys pick out an obvious mismatch, whether it's offensive line or defensive line or offense defense. And we seem to fail uh, repeatedly with, with maximizing that, that mismatch. What, what do you think it is? Do you think there's a, a lack of like preparation for these guys? Because it, it bothers me a little bit that we have an obvious mismatch, maybe with the rookie coming in for the left tackle Staley and Bud Dupree and Cam Hayward are nowhere to be found and got no tackles. You know what? Uh, that, that's a good question, um, JD. I, I, we just, you know, uh, you can't. You know, some guys rise to the occasion. Some guys don't rise to the occasion. And uh, you know what? And and so we just we we go by what we see on film, and we watch a ton of film, mm-hmm. and then uh, we go by what we see and what we sense. Uh, and then, uh, you know what, but, but the, they got to go out and do it. Yeah. They got to go out and do it. And you know what? Today is a different day, uh, in the way, especially offensive linemen block. They don't come back. They don't come off the ball and headbutt. butt that's what we did. If, if we were, if we played today, we couldn't because there there's more flipper blocking, there's more shoulder blocking. we couldn't play that way. It's, it's not as, uh, let me put it this way. Watch the third down and ones. Watch the goal line. 
When you see probably okay. 18 out of 22 guys still on their feet at the end of the play. Yeah, that, 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 that's, not goal line. Yeah, that that's not goal line. That's not goal line offense. Yeah. No, that's, it's a different era. Yeah, it's a different era. And so we, 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 we see it differently, and we call it differently, and uh, we would play it differently. But uh, that's the way it is. I just don't like to see our best players seem to come up short when uh, they're the leaders or the captains. And uh, it just uh, it gets infuriating at times when you when you see that happen. Well, you know what they they do to, like like Stefan Tua played played uh, lights out and uh, Cam Hayward played great. You know those guys the, the guys got to do the, they've got to come up to the, they've got to play it and uh, the outside linebackers have to They're set gonna the edge. They're going to have to be strong. Yes. Yeah, they have to set the edge. They cannot be hooked. You can't get hooked this week. And I'll bring you guys a bottle of wine and some cheese uh, if we could if we could get together. Do you have any idea where you guys are staying yet? Uh, we're staying in uh, Santa Clara. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I don't. But I don't drink anymore. But I haven't I, had a but drink. But I take the cheese. I take the cheese. I take the cheese and salami. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Thank thanks, Jay. Thanks, brother. All right. Thanks. Bye bye. All right. Um, I'd take the cheese and oh, salami. Man. I like some good. Yeah. You know what I like is yeah. blue cheese on a cracker. Yeah. Wow, that's just yeah. really good. I mean, yeah. nice. Yeah. Roquefort yeah. cheese, man. Roquefort. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I like it too. I like it too. Four one two nine one nine one three one six. Let's go to Chad in New England. Chad, welcome to the locker room. Hey guys. How you doing? Um so did you Tunch, did you forget that the show is still supposed to be called Wolf and Tunch because he's the champion? I always say oh, Wolf and Tunch. I say he's right. Wolf. I'm Tunch. I forgot. And I, I forgot always say Chad. it's we're in the locker room. <laughs> no, you say so Tunch you and Wolf. That's a normal thing. What's that? It's all year long, though, right? So shouldn't you do a new recording, like the the the, the, the what do you call it, the one that in, you know that announces the show? Should yeah, I know. We know we're gonna have to talk to our producer yeah, about that, man. You know what? I'm I'm you know, <laughs> Chad, you're right on, buddy. Oh God, well, <laughs> the whole year. If it's a whole year thing, you should, you should talk to producer and have a new one made for the That's year. right. That's right, man. You sound like <laughs> Kevin Colbert, Chad. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah, speaking of Kevin Colbert, I don't know if you guys play Madden, but I wanted to just add a little comic relief to the call to the to the show today, um, and put some things in perspective. I play Madden a little bit when I'm not parenting or working, right? And um, our team, and and I play franchise mode. Our team in a year or two is amazing. Like James Washington, Deontay Johnson, these guys progress, and like you know, we have a loaded team. And uh, the other thing is, I tried to trade, and Rudolph ends up being a pretty good quarterback. Um, I tried to trade for Minka Fitzpatrick in the game. I offered the Dolphins a first round pick; they denied it. I offered them <laughs> two first round picks; they denied it. Finally, I had to change him to a kicker to make the trade go through. I had to go in and edit the player and turn Minka Fitzpatrick into a kicker for them to accept the trade. But so, like, for people that are like, upset that, yeah, I know. For people that are upset, that, I don't know if you guys play Madden at all or not. No, I don't have a clue. Game. No, I've never played no. Madden. Well, maybe the listeners, maybe the listeners of the demographic will, will, will get this, but, but, um, but yeah, man, for a first round pick for a top 10 
I think we got a good deal. Right. I, I agree with you, Chad. I think you're I right. I love him. I, watching him in practice yesterday, he's got great closing speed. He's very athletic. He's got a great nose for the ball. He's going to be a terrific player in and this And I was defense. talking with Terrell Edmonds on the show the uh, the other night, the Tuesday night that we do, and uh, he spoke very highly of the football intelligence and abilities of Minka Fitzpatrick. They trained together uh, down at one of them training facilities in Florida. In the offseason, he had nothing but praise for Minka. And Nick Saban said he was the best leader he's right. ever coached. And Nick Saban doesn't throw flowers out very often because you you could ask Wolf because he played for him in Syracuse. Yeah, he was in Syracuse. and uh, he, he was a sourpuss he the was, whole he time. Was, he was really – he was not a happy guy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I just, so for Steelers fans out there, just the last thing I want to say is the future's bright for this team. I know it's just a video game, but if you think about it, we got a lot of young defensive players, a lot of young receivers, and you know if we can keep the team together, I think that you know I don't know what's going to happen this year, but I think we're going to have a pretty good team for a while. Are you kind of like that one commercial where the guys, uh, like uh, the Gundelfinger account, ten minutes into the future, and then twenty minutes into the future, and then ten years? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, there you I, go. I, I didn't want to... I didn't want to call in for a couple of days, guys, because I was pretty negative after Ben went down. I did negative radio doesn't make for good radio. Right. So then I just you know, try to think about some things positively. I think we're going to have a good year. Uh, right. We're going to have a good couple of years. So take care, guys. All right, thanks, thanks for the call, Chad. Appreciate it, man. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we be when we come back, we're going to continue to take your calls. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. All right, uh, we're back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch here in the locker room. Uh, let's go right to the phones. 412-919-1316. Let's go to Mojo Man in the car. What's happening, Mojo? What's up, gentlemen? How are you guys doing today? Doing great. How you doing, Moj? Oh, uh, you know... Living the dream and all that, but uh, things are looking good. Hey, uh, uh, okay, so Mojo, when you say living the dream, is that sarcasm yeah. or is that is that sincere? Oh, it's sincere, man. My life couldn't be better, man. I got a, I'm starting to get married in October. I can't wait. I got a family now. Uh, my, I got problems with my old marriage. Everything's going great, though. I wish the best for everybody. All right. Praise God. Positive. Yeah, I'm in a more positive place than I been in my life. Yeah, praise so, God. So, Amen. So yeah, we're happy so, for you, you know, Mojo. Uh, yeah, my new, my future wife, she got me going to church again. Good. All kinds of great things are happening in my life. Things are great. I can't ask for a better life. Uh, all I got to say is, I think Mason Rudolph's going to be just fine. Everybody in there, I was this weekend, but this week, about a couple of buddies said, you know, how do you feel about Ben being out? I said, I think we're going to be fine. I think Mason Rudolph's going to be a fine replacement for now. Hey, Moj, you're really breaking up bad, buddy. Moj, you got a bad connection, but uh, uh -oh. yeah. hold on, let me. Oh, how's that? Is that better? Yeah, that's yeah. better. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I just uh, I was told, you know, how I feel about Ben, and I said, I, you know, the guy got hurt. It happens. Um, same thing happened when he replaced uh, Maddox and all that in the back in the day. Well, we'll see what happens. 
you know, it's just I think uh, Mason Rudolph's shown some serious poise and is showing some really good qualities about being a good leader and a good quarterback. I think everything's going to be fine. I think it's a good trade. We got a good safety now. Well, we'll just have to see if these guys mesh. That's all. I mean, it's just the way it is, you know? Yeah. This is a football, and we got to adjust. Yeah. What do you guys think? I, 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 we agree. I mean, we've, we, we're both uh, Mason Rudolph fans. Uh, you, yeah. know, you, you hate to see Ben Lee. Uh, you lose Ben. But, uh, you know, one of the things, Mason Rudolph is the future, and this is going to ac- accelerate his growth uh, being – uh, being a starter this year. No question. And the thing about it is, you know, with Ben, he's done for the year. It's almost better that he's done for the year in some sense rather than is there a question mark like Terry back? Yeah, was he coming back? Yeah, is, is he, he coming, coming back, back or not coming back? Because it creates problems for a guy like Mason or Cliff Stout back in the day, you know, whether or not, you know, the, the lead guy, the lead sled dog is coming back. So, you know, the fact is it is what it is, and you, you've you lost Ben for the year, so now you move forward, and you got Mason, and it's all about now making sure Mason gets the good support and everybody's on board with him as best they can be. Yeah, and I think everybody is. Yeah. yeah, no, no, oh. They love him. Yeah. I completely agree. It seems like the team's going to mesh with him well. He just needs that chance to start, and I think this week's going to be a big, big thing. I mean, didn't Ben get his first start in Miami Don't right after the hurricane back? Yeah, when he it was. Right. So, it's kind of similar. 2004. I mean, over there, but he's going to start an away game, and I think things are going to look be looking up. I mean, we might not make the Super Bowl, but every, you know, every Steeler fan, including myself, says we're going to make the Super Bowl every year. But in a realistic way, maybe, maybe not. But if we start winning some games here and stacking the wins, I think everything's going to look good, and Steeler Nation's going to come back, and the mojo's going to rise again. (laughs) (laughs) You are a truth teller. All right, thanks for the call, Mojo, and uh, congratulations on your upcoming nuptials. All right, thanks, guys. Hey, you guys hang in there. God bless, and hey. That's right. Keep walking with the Lord, man. Amen. Hey, Wolf. Wolf, your kid's always in my prayers. I know he's in the military. I was Thank in the military. You. Yeah, appreciate yeah, and, that. Hey, guys, good luck. God bless. Bye All right, God bless you, buddy. All right, it's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Eric in Dallas. Eric, welcome to the locker room. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, appreciate you taking the call. Um, I was watching the beginning of the game, and, and you just see Ryan Switzer on the field so much, and, and it seems like he's a really good guy. He's fast, but... Anytime he catches the ball, he goes down with a flick of a finger, um, and he doesn't get open very often. Why is he playing so much for our team? Well, you know, they, they, he is dependable, and they like him. He uh, catches the ball regardless right. of what you think about yeah. going down at the, the, the you know least little swipe. Ben really liked him, had a good connection with him. Um, that's what I've, I've – you know, it leads me to understand what uh, his best benefits are. He runs good stuff in the slot, um, but again, uh, he has not been dyna- has not produced dynamically yet, as the whole offense has not. No, that's 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 true. It's just you see the potential that Washington has and Johnson has. You'd think that they would try to mix them in a little bit more. Then I think you kind of know what you have with Switzer. Well, I think the I think you're going to see a little different uh, this Sunday. Things are shaking up uh, yeah, a little, they, I think. Yeah, I, I think you're going to see a little different, Eric. Or, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Thanks, Th- thanks guys. Thanks for the call, buddy. All right, it's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Brian in Wisconsin. Uh, Brian, welcome to the locker room. Good morning, gentlemen. 
How are you, hey, buddy? I was just going to touch base with you guys. Uh, the tibia and the fibula are the lower leg bones. So oh, okay. Those are the two. Those are the two lower leg bones because I broke mine trying to get done. I was in, we had a dairy farm and I got caught in a piece of farm equipment trying to get done one Sunday morning, 1977, so I could get in and watch the damn Steelers. <laughs> so uh, trust me, it's painful too. So what did you break, the tibia or the fibula? Fibula. I broke both of them. I got oh. caught in a piece of farm equipment and then broke both of them. Oh man, that would have hurt. Huh. And that's the lower yep. leg below the knee, correct? Yep, that's 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 what they call your shin bone and so on. They there was nothing holding my leg on except for the meat around the outside of my leg. Oh, my mother, so so my mother had to carry my leg to the to the back of my brother's truck, and they ran me down to Meadville City Hospital in Meadville, Pennsylvania, and put my leg back on. <laughs> oh my goodness! So but, so Brian, um, Brian, what's the thigh bone? I thought that was the tibia. That's a femur. Oh, that's oh. a femur. That's right. Good, good call, there buddy. There you go. Good call. I should have known. I'm no doctor. I drive. I drive a truck, so I'm no doctor. But trust me, once you have those bones something <laughs> in their leg like that, you know what everything is. All right. All right. What else but you look, got there, uh, Doc? What I, what I wanted to say was, and Wolf, you kind of took my thunder a little. I, I'm, I'm actually more at ease right now with Mason going in there than I am actually with Ben because it looked to me like something was going on with Ben. He just, he just wasn't the zip on the ball that I that I'm used to seeing, and I was wondering if it was age and so on. But I'm actually more at ease. It's going to be great for Mason because he doesn't have to look over his shoulder. All he has to do is go out there and play the game that he loves to play. Right, and if they double. And I'm assuming they're probably going to keep doubling Juju. So if they double Juju, then maybe Mason and Washington can get that connection going. Uh, like we saw in that preseason game, I think uh, Washington caught that one in the end zone or something like that. But it, it, it looked like Mason was just a little bit overthrowing guys with the long ball. But I like this kid. I like everything about that kid. Well, you know what? It's uh, it, it's kind of, uh, you know, obviously uh, it looked to me the way that Ben um, the, tore his elbow up. I think it was the accumulative effect, uh, and, uh, and now he's going to have surgery. So uh, we'll see what happens. And, you, you know, you're right. Uh, the cupboard is not bare. Uh, I, I think that uh, Mason's going to be uh, – he's going to be very good. That's what I think, at least, you know, I mean, I'll be honest with you, this is the first time in the last two or three years I've been this at ease. I don't think we can go out there and beat San Francisco. I'm just not that impressed with them. I, I don't get to watch them that much because I'm always on the road. But but they, um, run, they run the ball I, really well, Brian. They do. They run the ball really well, and they, they, they run – uh, they run that outside zone better than anybody I've seen run it because uh, I think it's because of the speed of the two running backs that they use. I think a lot of it too has to do with the misdirection. Right. It's helpful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're 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 always bringing someone across the formation the opposite way uh, when they're running the outside zone. It's but like they're, they're trying to pull a Houdini yeah, on you. They they there's a lot well, of eye candy. If, there's a lot of eye candy in if, window dressing. If we don't start wrapping guys up and tackling, then we're never going to win. That's all there is to it. There's just too many. There's just too many. You know, missed tackles, broken tackles, and stuff like that. It, it, somehow, 
these guys, Tomlin or whoever, has got to get these guys back to wrapping up and tackling guys. That's all there is to it. Well, you know, he he practices that all training camp. Now the guys got to do it in the game. They got to do it. Let me it. ask you, this is kind of a weird question, but do you think that there's too much emphasis on the training camp thing? And I'm talking about not the practice, but there's too much hoopla going on because of where they practice and how long they practice there. It's almost like it's more of a, I don't know. I mean, I know we don't we don't get to see the down and dirty part of practicing and so on. But I mean, it, it's almost like there's too much hoopla going on with the with the fact that, that where we practice and how long we've been practicing, you know, uh, preseason uh, over there at the college and so on, versus uh, and all the people coming out and all the things going on versus actually getting down and doing the work. Or am I just wrong? Uh, I think, you know, they do work, uh, Brian, and uh, they, they were, you know, Tomlin works them hard. Now, I think that uh, the NFL Players Association has done the players a disservice by uh, canceling two-a-days because I think two-a-day uh, two practices make it a lot easier to get better. Uh, and I think that they, they, the fact that they don't play more in preseason – that affects them uh, as well. I mean, our, our day, we 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 practiced and played a lot, and we were ready for week one, except yeah. except for 1989. <laughs> I'd like to see them. I'd like to see them play. Like if they, I'd like to see them at least play three quarters in the like Ben or or Mason or whoever would be our starting quarterback. I'd like to see him play at least three quarters in game three, and I'd like to see him play the first half in game four, and then let your backups take care of the third and fourth quarter and so on. And because I, I, I agree with, I think, I think the PA there, I think they've really done a disservice to the league, uh, not just the players, but to the league, but they're also doing a disservice to the players. But they're, I think they're hurting the league. Well, you know what? You know why it is, Brian? It's because of the uh, lawsuits from post-concussion syndrome. The NFL, it's not just the PA, it's also the NFL. Uh, you know, they're, uh, they are very concerned and they want to make sure that they're doing everything that they can to cut down on post-concussion syndrome. And, uh, you know, so that, that's, that's the way the game is. Yep. All right, gentlemen. Well, best of luck. Uh, you know, Godspeed to everybody. I hope we, I hope we can come back and at least be two and one. And um, then I think we got what Cincinnati next, and I believe right. we could win that. Right. Yeah, and it would be one and two, not two and one. Yeah, right. Yeah, just yeah. I'm sorry, one yeah. and two. Yeah, that's okay. That. Hey, it's one of the few times my math came out. You right, know? It, is <laughs> it came. It was correct. Right. Thanks for the call, Brian. Thanks, bro. All right, gentlemen. Have a great day. All right, you too. Uh, drive carefully. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back to close out the show. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. 
And yeah, we're going to San Francisco tomorrow morning. The flight leaves at 8.30. And uh, let's go to the phones. It's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Mike in Jacksonville. Mike, welcome to the locker room. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, buddy. How you doing? Okay. Long time no conversation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, earlier this week, you asked the question, of what, uh, what's your more concern? Are you concerned, worried, or in a panic mode? about what happened so far. Right. And unfortunately, unfortunately, this is the first time I get a chance to talk to you to say that I went from panic to, you know, with Ben Roethlisberger being injured and back to concern with, with Mason Rudolph, but now I'm back to worried with uh, Bud Dupree. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because for a guy who's playing in his final year, in the first two games, he really has not shown any kind of um, – I mean, how many sacks he has so far this year? He has one. One, yeah. But that was like late in the game, and it was like almost a gimme? No, no, no. He there's no gimmies. He, yeah. he, he, he worked, worked for it. it. He worked for it. Okay, but the last, okay, but the, the game against the Seahawks, he was like absent, right? Well, you know, there wasn't a lot of things happening there. So. You know, they, they they changed at halftime. You know, the, the pass rush was fierce in the first half, Mike. And then what happened was, uh, uh, you know, Wilson just started uh, uh, throwing the – get rid of the ball real quick. I mean, he, he just wasn't allowing uh, the pass rush to develop. He, everything was the check down – Quick slant, quick out, uh, hook up. Tua was so dominant in that first half. I mean, they just changed their whole scheme. And, it, no, there wasn't a lot happening because Russ was not about to let him get near. Yeah. Yeah, but, in the, like, in the second half, that defense kind of disappeared. I mean, and Russell Wilson late in the fourth quarter ran up the middle three times in a row. The last one was third and 16 or something like that. Right. Yep. I mean, you got it. I'm, not, saying, yep. I'm not putting it all on Keith Butler, but. Uh, Bud Dupree, if he's playing against a guy who's a rookie and he's supposed to be a stiff, well, what you say all the time, Tunch? If you can't beat a stiff, that makes you a stiff? <laughs> but I don't think that was a stiff at left tackle. Yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, What you're talking about? Isaiah Wynn. Uh, Isaiah Wynn, but that was no, – uh, I'm talking about the, the 49ers oh, left tackle. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah school. Okay. Justin School. Yeah. You should. Yeah, uh, he should have a big day against them. <laughs> the ilk and rule. Yeah. The ilk and rule. It is the rule. Well, guys, thanks for the conversation. Have a great day. All right, you too, All right, Mike. You, you too, Mike. Hey, are you? Are you have you jumped on that uh, uh, that new quarterback bandwagon down in Jacksonville? Uh, no, I believe black and gold. I don't follow killing black. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for the don't call. Care. Have a good guy. Have a good day, guys. All right. All right, man. All right. Did you watch that guy? He's a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. The rookie. I was surprised. Yeah. He came out and put in a great performance, yeah. man. And he's been playing good uh, since. Uh, well, maybe this is what they needed. Yeah. Right now, you yeah. go there. Yeah. Uh, and there was no fights between uh, uh, Dougie and, and Jalen Ramsey. I didn't hear about anything. Yeah. Uh, so that's Jalen, uh, uh, you know, do you think they're going to trade him? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you know, I that's obviously what he wants. I mean, yeah. guys, now it's like getting like the NBA, right? You know, where where superstars can now dictate where they're they're going to be, right?
All right, so uh, let's go, let's uh, talk about the tight ends. Uh, uh, George Kittle, uh, you know, they run a lot of uh, uh, underneath routes to him, and he's a bit of a beast. Last year he caught 88 balls. 88? 88. Wow, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, 1,300 yards. For some reason I had to, in my mind, it was more like Five TDs. Wow. Yeah, uh, lots of yak yards. Um, yes. Uh, and it uh, breaks a lot of tackles. He had 20 catches for over 20 yards. And he had four catches for over 50. That's outstanding. That for a tight end, that is outstanding. And then Russ Dwelly's not bad. Second year yeah, guy. Don't said. forget Kittle also pulverizes guys in the blocking. Right. Too. Yeah, he's not a bad blocker. He's pretty rough. Uh, and Levine Toilo, Toilolo, uh, he's big, 6'8", 270. He's this guy, kid from Stanford. That's like Zach Gentry. Yeah, yeah. But 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 he's thicker than yeah. Zach Jensen. I was gonna say Zach wasn't. Yeah. I don't think he's two seventy. Yeah, yeah. So and and then the wide receivers. Uh, um, Mark Marquise Goodwin is a four two guy. Four two uh, seven. I read. Uh, man, you, that he, is flying. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's it's funny when they run this shallow cross, and at the end of the shallow cross, he takes off downfield. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and uh uh it, it's Who'd it, they run that against? Was uh, that Cincinnati? Yeah, it was Cincinnati. And he completely dusted the corner yeah, or whatever. Yeah, there, there there was no one in his zip coat. No one. No. Yeah. No one. Uh but he you know, uh, so uh, Marquise Goodwin uh can be deep and then shallow cross, then deep. Um and he doesn't look like he gets tired. You know what I mean? The guy the guy just Flies around and uh, doesn't come out of the game. Uh, and then uh, uh, Debo Samuel, uh, he's uh, he's the rookie from South Carolina. Uh, the, 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 he he's the guy, the jet sweep guy. He's the guy, the quick screen guy. He's the guy uh, that you try to get the ball in his hands. He's kind of raw, doesn't run good routes, but he's very very explosive. He's big. Fast and and he's tough. How big is he? He's uh, six foot two fifteen. Yeah, okay. and uh, and you know he does the end arounds and right and he and he and he runs with attitude. He runs with attitude. You know, he, you know he, he's kind of not to the degree of DK Metcalf, but he does run with attitude. So he's not a bully. He he runs not not like DK was. <laughs> yeah, and uh, um. So then uh uh Jalen Hurd, uh he's uh he's a former uh running back. He's good at uh, and he's a good at breaking tackles and big and strong and Richie James, he's the slot. Uh and uh Dante uh Petis is tall and smooth. Doesn't you know, this guy he is so smooth that he doesn't look like he's working hard. Which one is, are you talking about? Uh number eighteen. Okay. Dante Peters, tall, smart, doesn't look like he was working hard, but he is because he's so smooth. Um, and uh, there's a lot of Dantes we've been running to lately. There, Dante must be the name of this generation. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, the running backs, you gotta like, you gotta like Matt Breida. Uh, Very I mean, much so. Yeah, he's got a great jump cut. He's not big, but he. And he's got a good shake and bake, and he and he breaks tackles. Yeah, he's fast. Yeah, he's fast. And uh, 
4-3. These guys, this is a fast football team. It is. On, on both sides of the ball. See, They're that's fast. What worries me more than anything is their ability to misdirect with speed. Yeah. That's a lethal combination. Yeah. yeah. You start getting when you start running a little smoke and mirrors, get guys' vision going sideline to sideline, caught up in uh, the jet sweeps, the possible now routes, screens, what have you. Things where you, you know, you, you say, hey, look over here, and suddenly you're throwing the ball over there. Right. Like that Marquise Goodwin going yeah. down the field and, and absolutely smoking the, right. the corner. Right. Uh, and that then, bothers uh, me. And then uh, you got to like Kyle's, Kyle Juszczyk. Yo, I love him. Yeah. I th- now, th- there's an old school fullback. Right. There's a guy that tries to eviscerate you, come up there and put a, a smaculation on you. There's a slobber knocker waiting for somebody when he comes on those ISOs. You know, and, and the other thing is they run him at H-back a lot. Uh, when they go regular people, you mean he's when not, he offsets? Yeah, he. Well, no, he's at flank. He's like it's almost like a a, a wing back, uh, wing back H back. Uh, they'll 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 bring him out there in regular people. They'll put him at fullback and they'll put him at an offset fullback. But then they'll put him at at wing back. Okay, and uh, you know he's he, he'll wham. Sometimes he'll wham him. Sometimes he he'll double with the tight end. I mean, he could he's he he could be in an inline blocker he's a, as well. He's a tough dude. Yeah, he's a tough guy. All right, let's go to the phones. Jason in New Hampshire. Uh, welcome, Jason. Hey, what's up, guys? How um, you doing? Hey, I'll be quick because I know you're up against it. I'm doing real good. I hope you guys are awesome. Um, the uh, the whole Bud Dupree criticism. I, I'm I'm not on board with that yet. I haven't been. Now it might be because I bought three jerseys in the last three years. <laughs> one was Antonio, one was Le'Veon, and now Bud Dupree's another one. So I'm hoping he's one out of three jerseys and do well. <laughs> right, you know, but here's you're really breaking up. Uh, we're losing you there. Yeah, you but, there. Yeah, but buddy, Bud, uh, look, his 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 ability against the run to me is very good. He does a good job. He's strong yeah. at the pointing, capture the edge. He comes down. He'll trap the trapper. He can run guys down from behind. Uh, he's just not been head put up the gaudy sack uh, stats that everybody wants. Yeah. But, and we, you see, that's the thing. When you look at the stats, it's like he's got one sack in two games. So if that averages out over the year and he ends up with eight sacks at the end of the year, you know Watt's going to most likely end up with more, maybe even step on to it. But eight sacks is something great to add to the totals, in my opinion. You know, at least doable, usable. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I always say when you're running the, uh, a 3-4, you've got to have uh, 20 sacks between your two outside guys. If it's 12-8, and eight, uh, 6 and 14, but you got to get 20 sacks from the, the outside guys. And, and when, the Steelers, I mean, the, right. when the Steelers have had great defenses, that's what they've had. You know, James and Lamar Woodley, uh, Joey Porter. Greg Lloyd and Clark, Kevin Green. Yeah, Clark Hagans, yeah. That's true. Greg Lloyd and Kevin Green without the one, you know, Kevin Green isn't Kevin Green without Greg Lloyd and vice versa, you know. Yeah, well, they, they no, they, I, I, I don't agree with that. Um, they were both, no? they're, but they're both great players on their own. Uh, you know, Kevin Green. Oh, yeah, 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 they're both, sorry, sorry. 
Yeah, they, they don't, you know, it wasn't like uh, Kevin Green wasn't Kevin Green without Lloyd and Lloyd wasn't Lloyd without Kevin Green. They both were great players. Uh, and um, it, But the Steelers I, were just lucky to have them both on the same team at right. the same time. I guess the best. I lost you. We we lost you, Jason. Sorry, Jace. Because uh, uh, there must be there there must not be any cell towers in New Hampshire. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, all right. So let's finish this up. Okay, finish it up. Um, here's my my point. Garoppolo doesn't look good in the pocket. He doesn't look comfortable. I mean, he looks better on at play action and and boots. Uh, Could it be a product of going from Tampa Bay to Cincinnati and Cincinnati something to do with I don't know. him looking a lot better? Yeah, but he, he looks jumpy. Uh, well, you know how it is when you got that knee, man. Yeah. You know, he, it takes he's, a while to get, yeah. get confidence in that knee. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just don't I, – I don't see it. You know, I don't see – I thought he was – remember when he was New England? They, they, everyone was going crazy about Garoppolo. I don't see it. I don't see it. Maybe it'll change this week, but I don't see it. All right, we're out of time. Thank you, uh, uh, Greg, and uh, thank you all for listening. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. Coming up next is Stan Saverin, and you've been in the locker room. So long, everybody, and God bless.